Welcome to Working Media with Rafael Bracero. Welcome to a new episode of Working Media with Rafael Bracero. Today's guest is Varun Ganapathy. He is Director of Strategic Partnerships, Conversational AI at DMI, which is, stands for Digital Management. Uh, welcome to the show, Varun. Hey, thanks, Rafael. Thanks for having me. Great. No, it's it's uh, great. Uh, so we've, uh, but we actually uh, just became familiar with each other uh, not too long ago uh, through through some uh, uh, mutual business uh, that that uh, we're exploring for for respective firms. Uh, but uh, I was very intrigued uh, by the services that that uh, your your firm uh, provides. Uh, but before we kind of get into DMI and your uh, a uh, very lofty title and, and interesting because uh, I've never heard of a conversational DMI as a as a real uh, as a tie as a part of a title. Uh, yeah. So it, it's uh, I actually uh, just wanted for for full disclosure purposes, uh, you know, let you know that I, I will not uh, I would not hold against you the fact that you're a Hoosier. <laughs> uh, because I, I am a Wolverine, so. Oh man! <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to take it easy on you. You know, it's like a, like the knives won't be out, but you know, they 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 might be just on just on the side, just just in case. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, I'll make sure everything's Indiana centric. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, so I mean, kind of you know, in terms of um, you know how you how you came up. Um, you know, uh, uh, along and now, you know, obviously you're you're based out of New York uh, with your firm. Uh, you know, you you, uh, you studied at Indiana. Were you uh, were you an IT uh, focused uh, grad? Yeah, so I actually started off wanting to be an investment banker, um, and that quickly got quelled by accounting 101. Uh, so I needed to find a good good pivot angle. So uh, my dad was in consulting, tech consulting for all his life, and I decided to give it a shot. Uh, ended up being pretty good at it, did a, a lot of case competitions in college, won a couple of them. So decided that was the path to go down. So I, I majored in informatics with a business concentrate. Um, so really what that is, is, is just the intersection of technology and business. Focused more on some of the softer skills, understanding how to implement technology projects and, and do be more project manager type. And then you worked at you worked at Tata, right, the, as a consultant for a couple. Yeah, of years. I did. I, I started off my career at TCS. Um, started off in a well, when they hired me, they hired me as a software engineer with a very little tech background. And pretty early on, they recognized that I was decent at talking to people, so they put me in a pre-sales role um, as an analytics pre-sales consultant. Um, and then got shifted onto a uh, project over at Cigna um in philadelphia so i was uh, a project manager junior project manager managing a couple of uh, internal initiatives as well as a uh, communication platform that they use to uh, sign people up for group insurance great and and then so that, so that experience then, then led you to go to uh to dmi which uh you know which is a firm that i have personally not not actually heard of before uh before we made the the introductions um and it seems like it's like a very wide-ranging uh, firm in terms of uh you know its focus uh you know i think broadly speaking i think the, the the core of it is customer experience but you do have a lot of verticals so tell us a little bit about you know the the, the company that, that you're with and 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 also your role yeah so dmi is what i would call is like a next-gen professional services firm right it's it's no different than a deloitte digital accenture type uh, organization. So we, we do serve a lot of different purposes. Um, 
you know, we, we do everything from manageability services, which is our partner leading practice, all the way through AI analytics, where I sit. Um, we service a, a ton of different industries. We're talking from state and local to uh, all the way through enterprise level clients, uh, Fortune 100 companies. Um, so we serve a wide range of clients in a various number of industries. Uh, and it, it is a really cool um, firm to be at, right? We, we like to focus on uh, intelligent digital transformation. Uh, we, we take a very uh, human-centric approach, but with a data-driven mindset. Uh, we, we make sure we keep the customer at the core of everything we do. Um, and so where I, when I started at DMI, I was on really the go-to-market strategy side of things, um, focusing on the consumer and commercial side of it, uh, which is typically a lot of retail, um, CPG products, um, as, as well as anything that wasn't under the financial services, uh, manufacturing, healthcare, and pharma space. Um, so that includes travel, transportation, hospitality, um, not auto. Auto is another one of those uh, other spaces. So I was focused in that role, uh, got the opportunity to bring that kind of go-to-market strategy team over to Europe. Uh, so spend some time in Europe uh, focusing on building up that, that initiative and, and unifying uh, our different offices. You know, we're an international firm and sometimes uh, through a lot of different changes that go on in the organization, it can get disconnected. So how can we merge that together? How can we create one universal image and one universal message to put out to the market? Um, so was in Europe for a little bit, COVID obviously hit. Um, I, luckily I just signed my lease in New York. So I was able to come here to New York uh, and transition to a strategic partnerships role. Uh, now working in the conversational AI space. Uh, and really what that is, is, you know, it's a blend of a, a business client partner type role, as well as managing relationships with different partners that we have. Um, so we, we have a pretty robust conversational AI team uh, in terms of delivery. And uh, so what I do is I, I focus on the different platforms we utilize, um, building partnerships and, and creating relationships with those uh, individuals, uh, coming up with our go-to-market strategy, uh, marketing initiatives and stuff like that, uh, speaking with marketing, making sure that we're all aligned, uh, as well as focusing on new logo hunting, um, current initiatives, current client farming and, and items like that. Great. And kind of uh, just, just for our listeners, kind of just give, give a couple of examples of, of uh, how, what these implementations will look like, uh, let's say for like a CPG type client and maybe for, uh, you know, like a services uh, uh, sector client. Yeah, so uh, as you're well aware, right, the CPGs, one of the things that's emerging in 2020 and in the 2021 is uh, the more DTC route, right, like being able to connect with the consumer directly rather than going through a, a traditional retailer. Um, so really what conversational AI enables is a manner of connecting with your customers in a pretty seamless manner. Um, we are able to, it's, it's not just chatbots and, and and web chat. I think that's a old archaic view of it. This is more about messaging and connecting. So what we're able to do is message on different channels, uh, channels such as that, you know, your regular iPhone, SMS, Android, um, Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook, and, and numerous social media sites as well, uh, as well as some other internationally recognized messaging services um, to create a brand experience that will help you interact with your customers and stay there in an asynchronous manner. What that really helps you do is say an individual wants to be able to purchase an item, they can just simply scan a QR code, text with you, order that item, 
and then get shipping updates all through that message history. And you have all that data and all that information about that customer just kind of at your hands to do better target mar targeted marketing, better cross-selling, and better upselling. Um, so it's a really, really unique thing and a really unique solution that we have had for CPGs. And, and that's what we've been doing, right? We're doing implementations, setting up the platforms, creating these different automated bots to handle different workflows, um, as well as focusing on how can we help change the mindset of uh, your agents to think a little bit more in a sales manner. How can we cross sell? How can we upsell? Um, and, and getting that kind of digital first mindset approach uh, implemented as well. Um, for services organizations, it's all about creating a better customer experience. Uh, we're working with a, a couple of firms to understand a little bit more about how we can improve the HR experience, right? Uh, say an individual comes into uh, the, the website to apply for a job. How can we make that experience, once they're in the funnel, a lot easier? Can we make it more conversational? How can we connect with them more? How can we get the information we need uh, more efficiently? And, and that's really what we're focusing on and, and helping drive. So do you use like some sort of predictive analytics as well? In, in Yeah, so so, so uh, what we're able to do is analyze intents and analyze a little bit more about what the customer is asking. Um, some of our, our services we provide are help a lot, out a lot more in, in call centers or even um, support services. So you're able to understand a little bit more about what the customer is coming to you to ask for. Uh, and obviously with call centers, there's a certain costs associated with it. Um, you're looking at a difference between, you know, a call center agent per call is costing you about $6 or messaging is about $1 less, right? Um, it's, it's huge cost savings uh, and, and you're just being able to interact without it ever reaching an agent altogether. Um, a lot of, we're noticing 20 to 40% of these conversations can all be contained within just bots um, that we can build for you and, and keep them within that conversation uh, so that you're, you're optimizing the time of your agents to, to do higher value tasks. Right, and I know one of the big areas that's been uh, challenging uh, for uh, large and small firms as well is just uh, the volume of, of uh, interactions that, that's coming at them um, and essentially not really being effectively able to monitor uh, th those, especially on the social side, right? So somebody writes a comment, uh, uh, on on a particular social platform, uh, you know those those uh, places are uh, even if they're um, informally monitored. I mean, it's it, uh, a lot of times the some of the reps are not empowered to re reply. Um, you know, particularly because every case is different. So how how does something uh, how does that uh, kind of issue get addressed? And I think you kind of talked a little bit about in terms of kind of setting up kind of the the kind of the, the kind of the, the architecture and the intelligence to to do that. But how, how does that uh, problem get kind of uh, mitigated uh, with uh, with your uh, offering? Right. So with our offerings, we have it all. Obviously, there's insights into understanding where the different channels that you're utilizing, where the different messages coming in. Uh, but one of the unique things that we're able to do is proactively message you. So say uh, someone was scouring your, your website and uh, they had a bad experience in the store and decided to go on Facebook and make a comment. Um, hey, didn't like my experience from the store. I, you know, the employees were rude to me. There's, uh, I didn't get service on time. You can reach out proactively to that person over Messenger and, and contain that message completely in that private channel uh, without having to expose yourself on Facebook or, or, or ask them to, you know, 
interact with you in the comment section where things could explode into a more public feud, really. Um, and then from there, you can contain that, connect it with your CRM and ensure that that customer, again, doesn't have a similar experience. Ask them again for surveys, find out ways you can improve your CSAT, you know, ask for their actual opinion and make them feel like they, they can make a tangible difference into their experience with the customer experience. Um, that proactive element of it and the ability to, to really monitor your CSAT in a really targeted manner, um, we've seen customers just love that, right? From a marketing perspective, that's something you're always looking to do. How can I improve my customer satisfaction? And we think proactively messaging and being able to connect with that customer is, is the best way to do it. And do you have any case studies that, that you're able to share in terms of uh, where you've seen very uh, good impacts, uh, you know, from from that implementation? Yeah, yeah, there are, there are a couple we can share. Uh, one, of, one of them is a insurance company called a, a ACA, uh, they're actually a lending company, I believe, uh, ACA. So it's American Credit Acceptance, um, they're a subprime lender. Um, so obviously there's a lot of challenges, COVID-19 has brought in a lot of challenges for individuals um, to make sure that they can uh, pay their car bill and, and, and ensure that they're able to uh, interact with the agents the most efficient manner that they can, right? They they're obviously have other things they need to be worrying about. So what we were able to see is that um, our ability to have a messaging platform in place helped contain a lot of those conversations and, and quite candidly help them have conversations that you may not be comfortable having with an individual. Uh, you know, obviously if you're able to text somebody or, or speak kind of in private without having to verbalize some of the issues you're going through, um, it does it does seem to be an easier way for people to be more transparent and be more accepting of it. Uh, we saw you know increases in our CSAT across the line uh, from that manner. Uh, you know the customers seem very satisfied and you know we so far have had really really good traction with that. Great. And and then so be and so beyond this area uh, that, that we've discussed, what what other what other services does does DMI uh, provide uh, at the firm? Yeah, so we, we have a pretty robust brand marketing customer experience practice. Um, they focus a lot on creating more engagements with your brands, whether that be through uh, you know traditional CX strategy all the way through um, figuring out how you can best do uh, media marketing. Uh, I think that's a very unique thing. Uh, they also have a very, very uh, robust um, mobile app development practice, you know, doing native, native uh, Android as well as um, Apple uh, iOS apps as well. Uh, we have, like I said, a Gartner recognized managed mobility services organization. Um, and that does everything from hardware management all the way through you know, managing a contact center for you. Uh, we do commerce. We, we work with uh, SAP Commerce Cloud. We work with um, the Oracle Cloud Systems, uh, as well as Shopify as, as our main kind of uh, commerce tools or uh, commerce platforms as, as well as commerce tools is another platform that we've uh, recently uh, got it into or the acquisition we made. Um, additionally, we do large cloud native apps where we you know, work with all the cloud, all the cloud platforms, uh, you know, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, so on and so forth. The couple of really exciting things that we have going on uh, is actually in our AI analytics space, the space that I'm in. Uh, we have a couple of net native applications, that platforms really more than applications that I think are amazing. One of them is our auto AI platform. And really what it is, is an auto inspection 
uh, platform. It, what it does is it takes image analytics and, and is able to help you identify any scratches or dents that a vehicle may have. Uh, so if you think about a use case of a, uh, a leasing organization or a leasing dealership, you know, every time somebody returns a car, you're able to identify the different scratches, different marks that they've had, the wear and tear on the car, and then do a, a, a traditional estimation of what that car value is and um, what you know different repairs you need to make in order to improve the car. Um, I, I think that it's we're seeing that be something that people are interested in uh, and getting a platform that does that. It integrates in fully with your system. It's on the cloud, and, and it's not just for autos, right? You can do it for massive pipelines if you wanted to. It's just a very, very robust cloud native application that we think uh, people are really, really gonna, gonna like and really attach to. Um, a couple of other things we're working on are, are COVID solutions, right? Obviously COVID being a big thing and as more vaccines roll out, uh, you know, we have a return to work application, a workplace safety to ensure everyone's keeping up with the current guidelines. Uh, and everyone's wearing masks and, and using video analytics to ensure that that's, that's all going on. And you mentioned also media marketing is one of the areas that you come. So are, are you doing like uh, creating kind of the new, the, the new, the new uh, marketing mixed model uh, solution uh, for, for today? Or uh, what exactly is the offering that you have in that space? Yeah, for media marketing, it's, you know, it's a lot of media planning, media strategy. So it's, it's figuring out how you can best utilize your, your assets to advertise, um, I think one of, one of our big clients that we have is the McDonough School of Business at Georgetown. Um, so a lot of their advertisements and how they position their, their, themselves in, in the media is, is really driven by uh, um, our practice here at, at DMI. Great. And for folks that are uh, looking to, uh, you know, who are interested in, in kind of the sector that, that you're in, uh, what would you recommend to them, uh, you know, especially uh, folks that are maybe you know, young, uh, younger coming up uh, out of college. Uh, what, what are the things that, that you would recommend for them to, if they if they were interested in in, uh, in working at a DMI or or, or doing uh, the types of conversational AI or or related work that uh, you discussed? Yeah, I would say number one is find good mentors. Um, I think I've been blessed with having really good mentors. Uh, a mentor that brought me on to here at DMI uh, took me away from TCS, and then mentors within. DMI that have really helped elevate me and help me think at a different level. You know, going from a project manager to a strategy role is vastly different. Um, at, at one angle, you're very focused on implementation and sprints. The other one, you have to think a little bit more abstractly um, and think about how what you're saying is going to impact a broader solution or broader offering. Um, so I had really, really great mentors. Uh, I'd actually like to highlight them. John Blackburn helped bring me to DMI and has helped me throughout my journey here. Michael Dietrich was my first manager and he's uh, now our CMO of our company and he's, he's a brilliant guy that's really helped me um, think differently. And then Niraj Patel has just helped accelerate my career altogether. Um, Niraj is the president of our AI uh, division and he's, he's somebody that I rely on pretty much every day, have conversations with him. Um, so number one is definitely find good mentors. I think number two is, is learn different things that make sense to you not necessarily that makes sense to the world, right? Um, I think if you focus on learning about things that uh, make sense to you, you start getting to a space where you feel comfortable talking about those topics. You know, conversational AI to me is, is super interesting, but what's more interesting is, you know, how can we use conversational AI to help people? Um, how can we do it to make sure that people 
uh, are serviced in the right manner and it serves all people. Um, how can we use it to promote more sustainability? How can we use it to promote better healthcare? Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm super proud, right, of, of a very recent deal we did with the state of Maryland to help them with COVID, uh, the COVID vaccinations. Uh, we're helping them uh, connect with their citizens to, in order to find out critical information about their COVID vaccine, uh, critical information about where to get it, how to schedule it, um, the different links they should be using, and, and helping them manage that through digital platforms and digital messaging to me is, uh, you know, it's, it's a phenomenal project and a phenomenal thing we're doing, and I'm, I'm really excited for it to roll out. Um, so, yeah, that, to me, it's, it's find things you're really interested in and really learn about them so that you can speak passionately about them. Right, and it kind of goes back to that that human uh, human centric <laughs> design that that uh, is very much at the DNA of of, of your firm. Um, and I guess one question that I always like to ask my guests is, what are you what are you either uh, reading, seeing, uh, and it could be anything. It could be like a website, a podcast. It could be a book, a magazine. That what what are what yeah. are you currently consuming in terms of media that is really uh, impactful and you'd like to just share with uh, our audience. Wow. Yeah. So I, I actually do a lot of consumption of different types of media. I wake up every morning to uh, consider this by NPR. Um, then I, I, I read the Harvard Business Review. I have a subscription to them. Um, I'm currently reading Metahuman by Deepak Chopra, as well as The Night Manager by John McRae. So very, two very different books. Two very different books. <laughs> um, well, but, it's like a spy thriller, the other one, yeah. decidedly no. <laughs> but, but, but two books uh, that have made a huge impact on, on the way that I perceive the world and how I have been thinking really are, um, in, in terms of business that is, is The Lean Startup and OKR, Measure What Matters by John Tower. Um, those two books for business-wise uh, made the most amount of sense to me and really helped me think in a different manner. Great. Um, but no, I consume a ton of material. Uh, one of the things that I've been using a lot lately is Clubhouse. I don't know if you've been on Clubhouse yet. I am not. No, what, tell us about Clubhouse. So Clubhouse is a new social media app. Um, it's invite only. Um, if I have an invite, I'll, I'll try to send it to you, actually, yeah. so you can get on it. But it's, it's one of these things where you're able to... Um, it's all audio chats. There's no video. There's no text. So you're essentially just in a massive Socratic seminar. It's very enlightening. It feels very cool. I listened to a great one about tech and tools to promote innovation um, and enhanced innovation uh, the other night. It was fascinating. You know, you have different people, different speakers coming in. You can ask them questions. It's, it's really cool. Oh, that's great. It's kind of like almost like a master class type uh... Yeah, in terms absolutely. of the content, that's really great. Uh, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great list uh, that you provided. So, uh, you know, for folks, uh, for our listeners that, that would like to connect with you online, what, what's the best way to, for them to do that? Yeah, the best way to do it is on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Varun Bhargava Ganapathy on LinkedIn. Um, it's a pretty long name, but if you Google Varun Ganapathy, I should be, hopefully, my SEO is pretty good and that can be one of the first searches, but um, that's probably the best way to connect with me. Uh, I think reaching out through DMI, my email is V-G-A-N-A-P-A-T-H-Y at dminc.com. Um, that's the uh, second best way to get in contact with me. And I'd, I'd be more than glad to speak on a number of topics. Great. And I'll also put your, your uh, 
uh, your information on the description for for the for this particular podcast, so so people can uh, get get uh, contact you if they if they'd like to. So wonderful. Well, thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Varun, so much for for the time and the insights. Uh, really appreciate uh, you having me on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, love to have you back again in in the near future. Oh, I would love to come back. It sounds like a plan. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Finally, one last thing. Go Hoosiers. Ah, <laughs> no. Wolverines forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go blue guys. <laughs> Thank you.